0: Inside the nine zero zero four one division, starring Aaron, Matt, and Mike.
1: Oh, welcome in.
0: Wow, <laughs> did it's not a little excited today, huh? <laughs>
2: Where am I? <laughs>
0: I think Andy Holloway just lost his job. That's. Wait, I'm actually getting a phone call right now. The Fantasy Footballers would like to hire Mike. Wow. <laughs>
2: he lost his job. See you I later. lost my hearing. <laughs> oh, yoy, yoy.
0: Well, hey, we are back for episode three, week three inside the 90041 division. Matt, Aaron, and Mike. Woo, woo this guys this is the this is the highlight of the week for me for for at least 12 other people out there or at least 10 other people out there this is uh this is becoming a a phenomenon across the fantasy football landscape big big week to look ahead to big week back but nothing bigger than our brand new sponsor that you're all going to hear from later i don't want to say too much but uh Let's just say he paid us what Meatball Mortgage was going to be paying us times two. I'm talking wow. about Crack Plumbing. Yeah, um, I haven't actually shared any of that profits with you yet, Mike. Um, I've noticed. Checks in the mail. Don't worry. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a whole financial contracts and stuff. Don't worry about <laughs> it. But um, but uh, Crack Plumbing, Harry B. Crack, the one and only, uh, one of Vila Rock's highest acclaimed plumbers. He's sponsoring our. Third episode of our show. We're going to hear from him a little bit later in the episode, guys. But uh, before we get too deep into it, like to have fun here. We like to chat fancy football. We like to, uh, you know, bust each other's balls. But there's nothing we love more than drinking alcohol. And uh, as we mm-hmm. all sit across from each other here in the 90041 studio, I say we just raise a glass, clink each other with the glasses, Mike. Uh, there we go. And uh, let's just let's just go around the room quickly and just tell everybody what we're sipping on here as we start the podcast. For me, uh, I had a couple glasses of rum earlier. Right now, I'm enjoying a nice bourbon and and a little apple juice mixed in there. Just a just a nice little mixer. I like to throw together every now and then. What are you sipping on over there, Mike? I, well, not bourbon and apple juice. That sounds delicious.
1: I'm a I'm it a is. simple folk. I'm drinking a beer. Uh, it's a little uh, it's a little thing called a hazy IPA, and it is uh, delicious and hits the hits the spot, especially talking to you guys. Mm, love
2: it. And uh, you will be hazy after that, I am sure, my friend. Mm-hmm. I am over here. I just opened up a little bit of Johnny Walker Black, and so I'm feeling a little smoky right now. But, gentlemen, I think we're all ready to get into the main event here, so let's just jump right into the week one review. All right, guys, here we go. The first one we will discuss from week two. It was a crazy week. Amazing games on the schedule, and we had some legendary matchups in the 90041 division. Let's start out with multiple scoregasms versus Eddie Royale with cheese. The cousins, they be button heads. But you know, <laughs> guys, the only thing gayer than Johnny's team is Danny's kicker. <laughs> I'm talking about Matt Gay, of course. you guys he's got gay in part of his name do you get it (laughs) (laughs) oh shit i just got it yep yep now this one was brutal to watch kind of like when you're craving to watch a movie about milk because you love the delicious breakfast drink (laughs) okay all right (laughs) stay with me stay with stay with me on this one boys so anyways you turn on milk only to realize that it's a 2008 film about a gay activist politician named Harvey Milk (laughs) and not actually about lactose at all. (laughs) I mean, it was a great flick, but it's just not the dairy content that you're looking for. Brutal revelation, indeed. To tie this all back to our matchup here, (laughs) just like Milk, Tom Brady, Brandon Cooks, Mike Evans, and James Conner were all... A bad choice this week. Danny Danny drinks Johnny's milkshake 110 to 76. Fellas, let me kick this to you and get your thoughts on this epic battle.
1: Oh, my God. Uh, that was so good. Oh, I love Sean Penn so much. Listen, uh, just real brief on this one. Nick Chubb and Carson Wentz combined for a total of half points. That alone... Was only twelve points behind beating beating multiple score who scored a total of seventy seven points. This one really was not close from beginning to end. Um, and all of a sudden, I really want a glass of milk instead of this beer.
0: <laughs> well, I want to correct you on one thing, Aaron. There was some dairy content in the milk film. Well, they're probably not actually on screen, but I think that's kind of part of the story. Um, but off to see anyway. Um, yeah, I. I uh, first of all, I want to commend. <laughs> I want to commend Johnny. Um, and this is actually a victory in itself for uh, for not having George Kittle in his starting lineup. I think that's that, that's a huge step in the right direction right there. It, that's the kind of thing that won't show up in the standings, but it's it's definitely definitely boosts some of the locker room morale. Um, but look. If you look at his bench, he's got a lot of guys hurt. He's, you know, he's got Alvin Kamara out. He's got George Kittle out. Mike Evans got suspended in that game. Uh, for, for, for all the fun that we have, uh, I think when he gets a healthy roster, he's, he's going to be, uh, as, as long as he sets the lineup correctly each week, I think he's going to be uh, a little bit of a problem as the season goes on with that lineup. Interesting.
2: Well, speaking about a little bit of a problem, let's move on to this next one, shall we? It was a problem for Kelsey Handler as he went up against your own jean Claude Van Ram. Okay, boys, here we go. Not living up to expectations. Something I am very used to. Okay, listen. <laughs> All right, five foot ten is an average height for a man. I'm five foot nine. <laughs> 90 is considered an above uh, and av- not even above av- average iq it is an average iq i'm clocking in at a measly 85 just hanging in there <laughs> six inches is an average size of it a- oh well hold on never mind. i digress all right <laughs> but for once it was zane that didn't live up to expectations and not this guy okay debo Peoples Jones, Josh Jacobs, Naheem, Naheem Hines, Kelsey, and Metcalf, they all underperformed. Just like my two-inch... Oh, never mind. <laughs> Not going there. <laughs> oh, yes. My team, it's starting to show signs of life, but there's still a lot of coaching I need to do with this one, guys. Zane falls 90-116 to 116 and is currently in 10th place with an 0-2 record. Gentlemen,
1: your your thoughts oh man yeah i I couldn't agree more i had very very similar ideas here uh he needed bigger he needed a lot more uh production from his studs debo and travis kelsey for both of them to combine for less than 20 points uh wasn't gonna do it especially when you have mark andrews and cooper cup It, it was just too much for him to handle uh i mean looking at your team aaron I felt like your team underperformed overall and to come out with a win by almost 30 points. Congratulations. Congratulations. I'm not happy about it, but I am uh, <laughs> willing to congratulate you um, when needed. It was not pretty, my friend, but I will take that. Thank you.
0: Well, guys, uh, this, this one hits close to home for me because, uh, you know, be, being Aaron's brother-in-law. I, uh, very close to the situation, and uh, I know he was going <laughs> through a lot after the zero one start, and uh, especially after a after a disappointing twenty twenty one. What are uh, you talking about? Why do you have to bring that up? All right. <laughs> right, I literally just turned the page on that, and I just want to, if I may, just uh, have the floor for just for just for a couple you minutes may. here. I, you know, I uh, I'm going to share a little behind the scenes story uh, that I think is is going to actually. Actually, make Aaron a stronger person going forward. Where are you going you know, with this, bro? He was he was so distraught <laughs> after Week One uh, that he was he was just pacing around the house. And you know, Alicia texted me and and, and she said, "I don't know what to, I don't know what to do with him." And he's only zero and one, but he's just so distraught, and he's got, he's got this big whiteboard full of potential trades. And then she said, "I," and then she said. And and Aaron, I know you don't want me to, I know you don't want me to tell this, but I'm gonna tell it. Oh man then she then she said to me, I looked at his search history on his computer <laughs> and he looked up something that was just so dark and demented. He looked up the phrase, what is the quickest, cheapest, and easiest way to I I can't even say it, to to create a calendar. And I thought, no, it's too early in the season <laughs> to start thinking about making a calendar, Aaron. You're, you're only zero That's one. True. You got it. You're me. only zero one. <laughs> oh, so huge, oh huge, win, huge win, huge first for of all, Aaron.
2: I don't know why I did that, to be honest. You know, you go into these crazy spells when you are up against the wall here. I literally all I had to do was just text Danny. He could have he could have <laughs> given me all the info I needed, but. Yes, it was a trying time and uh I'm glad I was able to pull out a victory. Did did you have anything <laughs> else you wanted to add to this, Matt?
0: <laughs> no, no, that's that should do it. I just you know, <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to kind of humanize you a little bit for all the listeners out there and, and uh but it was a great win. Great performance. Great performance by your team. I think you're on the right track now. Touche.
2: Well, I think it's my turn to to humanize you my friend because we will be going over your matchup good old pitts creek versus harvey pared bangers all right mike matt the only thing more broke than trey lance's ankle is danny's team someone had to say it okay you know too too soon yeah i mean definitely too soon it is horrible news about matt's quarterback going down for the year nobody likes to see it it's true It's almost as bad as Danny's point projections going down steadily through their matchup this week. He had less than 10 points combined from three players, Patterson, Hawkinson, and his kicker. I mean, geez, man, that's not going to get it done. Ultimately, Danny couldn't overcome Matt's team, as we are fully aware of by, by now, Matt was led by an insane 35 performance by the sun god Amin Ra Saint Burn. Oh my god. Matt runs away with this one, unlike Trey Lance, for the next four
1: months. <laughs> 104 <laughs> to 89. What do you guys think? Oh man. Uh yeah, that's th- th- this was a good one, kind of. Uh I- I'm scared of Matt's team, I'll be honest. But we all predicted this one. We knew that he was gonna take it, and he did. Uh, but it didn't happen the way we that we thought. Trey Lance goes down early, which which I'm very sad about. I, I was really hopeful to see um, hit, how he would perform as the, the starting quarterback. And then Jamar Chase only produces eight points. But like you said, Aaron, Amon Ross St. Brown came out and said, "Ever heard of USC?" And he ran <laughs> away with this one. Oh uh. man! I mean, yeah. You, you again. Your team also, I believe, underperformed, and you came out with a victory by 15 points.
0: Congratulations, asshole. (laughs) No, thank you. Thank you. Those USC receivers, I just love them. I, look. I told you. Am I happy? Am I... Do I feel good about this win? No. But anytime you can have your quarterback go out for the season on the first, you know, drive of the game and you still win, I feel good about that. Actually, it's funny, Aaron, that you mentioned Danny with the calendar because actually, yeah, he, the first year I joined the league... The first draft I was at, he did the calendar the previous year. So (laughs) actually, and it was a beautiful calendar, by the way. Um, I think you guys all remember it, obviously. Just amazingly sensual calendar. But actually, Aaron, the search results you found, you may want to send to him (laughs) just in case because it's not looking good right now. But uh, but I would love to see him make another calendar because uh, that was one of the most erotic things I've ever seen in my life.
2: Mm. You know all about... Erotic things. <laughs> don't, don't you know it. Oh, anyways, fellas, let's go. Let's move on to this next one. You oh you know what it is, Mike. Noah's Daddy versus socratic Seminar. Mm. I did have to look up the pronunciation for that word this week, but we are here. So No Noah is not that hard of a
1: word to say, by the
2: way. <laughs> I know, Daddy. Okay. <laughs> Guys, let's, let's bring this down a little bit. This one, it's hard for me to go into. You know, it reminds me a lot of my upbringing, actually. Just a small-town boy living in a lonely world. You know, I can't tell you how many times on that asphalt playground I'd get clowned on by Eric, the school hotshot. He was the best at sports. He got the girls dreamy through and through. I mean, while I was getting pantsed, this guy was getting free chocolate milk from the lunch lady. Not cool. Right? I know we clearly weren't on the same level. Well, <laughs> guess what? Eric is homeless in a crack attic now <laughs> while I've got a smoking hot wife and am a two time champion of a fake football league. Who's laughing now, Eric? <laughs> uh. I going with this? Um yes, that's right. Mike, <laughs> you <laughs> you oh could definitely God. you could definitely relate because you had Lamar Jackson go off for 48 points, a dream in his own right, like Eric, Ooh. but still lost once it was all said and done. Well, I should probably hand this over to you because I clearly have nothing constructive to add to this matchup other than talking about Eric, the son of a bitch. Ozzie oh, takes this one, 139, 114. We'll start with you, Mike, because I know it's yeah. fresh. Let's hear it. Yeah,
1: this is a hard one, man. I've been looking at this matchup for the past three days, uh, thinking that the numbers will change, but they won't. Look, I felt I was way behind. And then Lamar hit Rashad for a 75-yard touchdown. And I started to feel good because that the projection started to close. And I was like, oh shit, Tyreek Hill hasn't done anything. And then the fourth quarter in that Miami game happened, um, and Tyreek Hill said, "Hold my beer," and went 11 for 190 and two touchdowns in what felt like was the fourth quarter alone. Basically, Socratic Seminar punched me in the face, sat on me, punched me in the <laughs> stomach, and choked me. You know, just like Tyreek <laughs> Hill did to his pregnant girlfriend in 2014.
0: <laughs> oh, hey, welcome everybody. <laughs> oh,
1: too soon.
2: That will always be too soon, my friend. <laughs> I didn't do it. Sounded sound like, a lot like Eric, you know, in that playground, to be honest. <laughs>
0: Assholes well, I, through and through. Well, I think that, you know, the thing I like about this matchup, and, you know, Mike told us this a couple days ago. He said that <laughs> he just respects Ozzy so much. If there's anybody he feels okay losing to, it's Ozzy. Didn't you say that, Mike? No, that's right. You didn't say that. Sorry. That was something completely different. Um, no, actually we came in on Monday morning for our, uh, first pre-production meeting of the week. And actually it's the craziest thing. Mike was sitting in the corner, shaking and crying and vomiting and sweating. And it was really uncomfortable. Um, which is
2: normal, but... Which is normal, he had, but... The he, word- had no, <laughs> he had no pants on this
0: time. And yeah. That was that was the red flag. That, that was the weird part. but uh, And he was like breathing into a paper bag. It was just really odd stuff. But no, I, I know Mike wanted this one. And look, the fact of the matter is uh, almost anybody else in the league, you would have beat, you know? You would have beat me, but um, the Lord works in mysterious ways and uh he was he was on socratic seminar socratic socratic seminar side on sunday but uh <laughs> look Mike, he got a strong team it's it's a blip in the radar you know you're you're heading in the right direction but uh yeah big big week for ozzy yeah
2: Thanks, hang
0: in guys. there big hang
2: in there big guy ozzy okay. well done well done okay we got two more matchups let's let's get through these guys We're moving on to Patriot Games versus Truffle Shuffle. Truffle Shuffle, holy moly. This guy is now 2-0. He's won the high score two weeks in a row. (sighs) Ike and Joe really could not have been on more different wavelengths here. Ike Burgundy, if you will, was just out looking for the suit store when he ran into Joe Mantooth and the nightly news team. While you never should count out Burgundy, he was without Brick, Fantana, and Champ, a.k.a. Justin Jefferson, Jerry Judy, and Devin Singletary. They just couldn't muster up a fight this week. Meanwhile, Joe was throwing tridents and hand grenades with the likes of Stefan Diggs and his 26-point defensive performance. This week's top story, The Sewers Run Red With Burgundy's Blood. Ike falls 79 to a whopping 151, Jeez. gentlemen.
1: Yeah, that's uh, it's crazy, man. Uh, we talked about this last week, but truffle shuffle, Joe and Gramps coming in with the highest score again. I Riddle me this. This is what I want to kind of pose to you guys, and it's kind of a, a little fun game I created. Player A, hmm. since 2020 for both of these players, player A, 250 receptions, 3,030 yards, 22 touchdowns. Player B, 211 receptions, 3,200 yards, 19 touchdowns. Let me do the math for you. Player A scores more points in our league than player B. Player A is Stephon Diggs. Player B is Justin Jefferson. Here's what's crazy. Justin Jefferson was all the talk. Him and Jamar Chase were like, those wide receivers are going top six, top seven. Stephon Diggs was getting maybe at best back of the first round or the turn. Stephon Diggs is wide receiver one right now. And he helped Truffle Shuffle win yet again. The guy is insane. And I think we got to start putting him in the conversation with Chase and Jefferson and Cup. We'd be foolish not to.
2: I really quickly, I just got to say, you lost me at player A and player B. I'm still, I, I, once this is done, I'm going to rewind the tape and figure out what the hell you're talking about but it sounded yeah, yeah, like sure. it sounded cohesive and smart so well good analyst
0: and now i have to <laughs> quickly google some stats so i don't sound like a fucking moron trying to follow that mike thank you no that's that's what that's what we love there th- there you go that's that's what we love from stat mike uh, I, I agree too by the way great, great stat take. man cool. mike <laughs> let me just stumble over my <laughs> stupid ass take then uh great win for joe great win for gramps Every time we sit here and we make fun of their pickups, we make fun of their roster, we make fun of this, we make fun of that. They just how come they look, back don't forget, we, we make fun of how they look too. How they look too? Yeah, we just they just come back and they kill us. You know, they're kind of like to make a film reference, kind of like Jason in the Friday the Thirteenth movies. Every time you think that they're dead, you turn around and Joe is staring at you through your bedroom window which by the way joe i'll text you my address that actually doesn't sound too bad but great great win great win for them and uh yeah we we, we kick dirt on them and, and they just keep shoving us in the grave so they're they're doing a great job she got real morbid on this one i'd love it
2: <laughs> well it is almost halloween so let's let's it's got to start somewhere right guys Yes. All right, Indeed. let's let's. <laughs> All right, the last one here, the one we've been waiting for: Ram at home versus the Godfather. Oh, holy! That is a typo right there. It is the Goff Father. So don't don't forget about that one, gentlemen. Uh, Jared Goff on the Rams. Such a wonderful time that was. Anyways, our producers fired. <laughs> <laughs> I am not fine, but I know these two people are not either. Have either of you two checked on these two managers? I am worried, to be honest. These brothers, while not blood-related, have grown up together. It reminds me a bit of Theon Greyjoy and Robb Stark, if you will. You know, <laughs> this week two matchup, just like the War of the Five Kings, may be the thing that ends their relationship. I hope not, guys. I hope not. <laughs> Believe me. Josh Allen and Aaron Jones had Tony Greyjoy sacking Winterfell while Compo Stark was out on the battlefield, abandoned and slowly walking into the deadly red wedding. <laughs> Spoiler alert <laughs> Compo Stark, the one time king in the north, let down at the performances of his mighty champions Jonathan Taylor, and Dalvin Cook. Someone please send a carrier pigeon to see if these guys are okay. You know what I mean? Are they on talking terms? I don't know. While Tony Greyjoy did win this battle, guys, and it was very impressive. Compost. just remember this. The Greyjoy gets his dick cut off later in the season. <laughs> <laughs> That's also a spoiler alert. <laughs> Tony wins this one, 149 to 107. Oh. Fellas.
1: <laughs> I, don't, I got nothing on this after that. <laughs> Jesus. I, I, I don't know, man. The, the, this is all I have. The only thing Ram at home is ramming. The only thing he's ramming is his head against the wall after losing the Godfather by 40 points, despite a career outing from J- Jalen Waddle. Similar shit to me. Fucking Lamar Jackson, 50 points almost, I still lose. Jalen Waddle, Jesus Christ. And we he still couldn't pull out the, pull out the win. But as <laughs> much as we hate to say it, Godfather's team is kind of scary. And, and he's making a lot of really good moves, pivoting off of CD Lamb. Uh, I'm kind of impressed with the moves that he's making because years ago, he would marry himself with the team that he drafted. And now I'm noticing a change in that he pivots to the best lineup. Um, so I'm, I'm nervous about his team.
0: Yeah, I would say the one thing more impressive than Tony's team is those House of the Dragon watch parties that he posts on Instagram. <laughs> Unbelievable. But, um, you know, I just re- real quick on this one, I just got to say a <clears throat> little bit of behind-the-scenes gossip for you guys. I didn't tell you this when they came on as a sponsor, but actually this loss kind of helped us get Crack Plumbing on as a sponsor. Um, after this you know, horrendous defeat, Chris was just so upset. He actually went in his bathroom and just took like the most insane dump of his life, clogged the pipes, clogged the toilet, flipping through the yellow pages, which I don't know why he still uses those, but he does. Flipping through the yellow pages. He found crack plumbing, <laughs> got him out to the house. They, get, they gave him a great deal. And he just happened to mention, and I hope he doesn't mind me telling the story. Um, you know, I got this podcast that my friends do with, for our fantasy football league, crack plumbing. Harry B. Crack, huge fantasy football fan, jumped at the offer. He he couldn't wait to be part of our podcast. So, you know, uh, you got to break a few eggs to make an omelet, and we <laughs> thank Compost for uh, his contribution. Uh, we will be cleaning up that bathroom shortly, my
2: friend. But we appreciate <laughs> Compost. I mean, I I don't know. I'm, I think I'm three podcasts away from having uh, to be. I'm able to sustain. On just this podcast, almost guys, this is fantastic. Right. I I just hope that my boss doesn't hear this at all because if he does, I might have to, you know, break a few toilets myself and get a few more sponsors. But all right, <laughs> well that was that was great. Great week one uh, matchup review, guys. Let's quickly go through our little segment called Rotting Carcass of the Week. And
0: now the Rotting Carcass of the Week.
2: Then this was horrible. All the people started getting sick and throwing up all over each other. Of course, this is presented by New Spice. It's almost like Old Spice, but it's newer. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I will start first. My running carcass of the week Kyle Stinkin' Pitts. Mm. Guys. I'm not going to go into numbers. It just smells fishy to me. I don't like what's going on over there in Atlanta. I don't like how Drake London is the only person that Mariota is looking at. I don't like how you waste a high draft capital on this individual, and it clearly is not paying off. I don't see it happening soon. I could be wrong here, but everything they're showing me is not good. And it is stinking over there in that
1: locker. So,
2: Mike, we'll, we'll turn it over to you. Who is your rotting carcass of the week this week?
1: Yeah, it's funny. And, and one, I, I do agree with you. Uh, my rotting carcass actually comes from the same team. And his name or oh. her name is Cordell Patterson. Uh, and the reason I'm choosing this individual, there was a ton of – well, look, in the beginning of the season, people were dropped off of Cordell Patterson what felt like for no reason, especially after week one, uh, the week that he had. But then week two, he splits carries. He goes 10 for 41. He splits carries with my boy, Tyler Algier, in a very close game. <laughs> uh, and I think that's super concerning that despite having a big week one, uh, what Williams goes down, Tyler Algier now is not a healthy scratch. They both end up having uh, 10 carries and basically produce very similar numbers. So I, I would be worried if I was a Cordell Patterson
0: owner. I have so many from my own team that I could pick. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kyle Pitts, Chase Edmonds, Trey Lance. But actually, <clears throat> yeah, Aaron hit the nail on the head. Uh, I got to go with the guy who my team's named after, Kyle Pitts. I am uh, – right I'm riding him. Fantasy football wise, um, mm-hmm. as far as he'll take me, because he was my franchise keeper. The fact that I kept him over Tyree Kill, who had seven hundred points last week, is not lost on me. I totally uh, didn't think about that at all over the last few days. Didn't 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 affect me in any way, shape, or form. But you know, uh, Kyle Pitts is the hot topic of fantasy football right now. I get it; he's disappointing so far, but uh, I'm banking my whole season on him. So I'll drink to that. cheers Cheers. i mean it's not
2: like he's your franchise keeper or anything matt
0: (laughs) Uh, 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 ugly ugly yeah i i feel great about that but at least he's out there playing every week barely you know running cardio for the most part but at least he's (laughs) out there uh we will transition into our new segment that we're going to do every week the question of the week just kind of run through this real quickly. Each week, it'll be a different question about the league, meaning our league, about the actual league, the NFL, about players, about, I don't know, fantasy football strategy, different things each week. This week, we are going to uh, touch on a topic that hits close to home for me, because last week, I was going head-to-head with, uh, you know, one of the finest police officers in the state of California who inadvertently <laughs> didn't play George Kittle in his lineup, which I'm okay with. I understand he or, or or did play him in his lineup despite the fact that he was out for that game. I'm sure so you guys, were okay
2: with that. I'm sure I, you were totally
0: okay with that. I was fine with it. Um, <laughs> just don't do it again until we play each other. Um, but guys, it begs the question, if you had to look across the league landscape at all 12 of the team managers that we have, uh, and it could be somebody on this podcast, it could be yourself, who would you bet if you had to throw down a bet on this person is going to be the next one to accidentally start an injured player in their lineup? Who would you say it'll be? And I'll start, I'll start, and then I'll kick it to you, Mike. Um, and look, I'll tell you why, but I think my vote would be Joe and Gramps is going to do it. And I'll tell you why, because Joe is just he's just a young, beautiful college graduate, loves to go out and have fun, loves to go out and just, you know, get wild on a Saturday (laughs) night. But I'll tell you what, I could see him going out and having a couple too many soda pops and then he forgets to take the player out of his lineup the next day. But based on what the first two weeks have shown us, his team would probably still win the damn game because nothing seems to stop truffle shuffle from just destroying people every week. So I'm going with Joe, but I don't think it'll matter at the end of the day.
1: That's it. that's interesting. Uh, yeah, they, they probably still would win. So I'm going to go with the manager that would most likely start a, an injured player. I'm going to go with multiple scoregasms. Uh, and let me tell you why. We all know that Mike Evans is suspended, and that tag on Yahoo when you look is represented by an S-U-S-P. But I believe... That multiple score orgasms thinks that means suspenseful it is likely <laughs> it is likely johnny thinks that mike evans is in for a really really big day that's my take
2: damn that's uh that's amazing i could see that that makes complete totally, totally sense totally with my has.
1: 85 with my
2: 85 iq i i, <laughs> I would I, i'd vault them into my starter lineup stat
0: suspenseful
2: i'm going to go <laughs> with good old Danny Ambrose. That's right. Eddie Royale with the cheese. I would not be surprised if he is the next <laughs> manager to start an injured player in his lineup. Why you might ask. I don't know. He's a, he's a good looking young buck. I, I really don't know what the fuck this guy does on a weekly basis. I like to imagine that he is out busy tanning at some fire fest festival his his phone was lost hours ago, and it's gonna happen. I, I I could I could see it for sure. You know, so let's figure out which one of us is right. We'll put a we'll put a gentleman's bet on it, and I like that. We'll, I
0: love we that. We will we will move on to the next segment, shall we? Let's do it. I'm gonna crack open a cold one here and we're going to jump into the league news 90041 news actual nfl news uh, kind of in combination with that but let's jump into look last week at the end of the show i think one of us i think it was me said hey guys keep making crazy trades so we can talk about it holy fuck did you guys ever um (laughs) let's jump into it let's jump into it uh we'll start with the oldest trade that happened over the weekend so we got uh, surprise surprise guys i don't know this is going to kind of throw you for a loop but ozzy made a trade Um, (laughs) yeah ozzy made a trade so here's here's how it goes by the way Uh, i uh, know
2: for a fact there are
0: there are managers that do not
2: look at trade offers. I guarantee you, Ozzy has 15 ghost <laughs> trades just sitting in everybody's inbox. It's, there's, there's no doubt about it in my mind. But, Ozzy's uh, got, a, got a problem, all
0: right? It's, <laughs> it's definitely fun to watch, so keep it up, Oz. <laughs> he's got a problem. He also trades a lot, too, but he, he's got a problem. <laughs> yes. um, but the trade particulars reported to the 90041 League office... Um. So, Ozzy, he sends out. Oh, so so it was Ozzy and Zane Socratic seminar. Kelsey Handler. Ozzy sends out. So Zane receives. Uh, Alan Robinson and a sixth round pick that goes to Zane uh and then in return <laughs> what erin what are you laughing at uh, that was mike i i swear that mike. was not me laughing okay. i've done okay. my laughing on okay. this trade already okay because i i see mike <laughs> looking at me from across the studio and he's got an eye it's almost like you don't believe what i'm telling you mike but it's on the <laughs> league page uh so so ozzy sends alan robinson and a sixth round pick to kelsey handler uh in return kelsey handler sends tyler boyd and a third round pick to Aussie for Alan Robinson and a sixth round pick. Hmm. Mike, your thoughts? Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: I got a couple thoughts here, and my initial thought was, are these guys doing shrooms together behind the shed? Or um, Aussie <laughs> does win this trade? And the way I would break this down is essentially, yeah, think. I, I mean, a little <laughs> bit, just just a, just a little bit. You're giving up uh, a third round for Allen Robinson. And what that tells me is that you value Allen Robinson in that round. But let me tell you who went in the third round this year in our draft. Corden Sutton, Kittle, Josh Allen, A.J. Dillon. I got to believe you cannot value Allen Robinson anywhere near the category of those players that I just named. But with all that being said, I do respect Zane for making moves, staying active in the league. And let me tell you why. He did replace a manager prior that was not active in the league that was not making moves. And more importantly, Zane took on this manager role, knowing that he was missing some pretty big draft picks going into the draft. So yes, Zane, you lose this trade, but I got all the respect for you for being active in the league. uh, And I appreciate that. Can we make a trade? (laughs) 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 No, I would, I would agree with that. I,
2: I, I know I have some players held in such a high regard that other people do not, and so for me, I personally do not think Alan Robinson has earned that round three trade yet. But hey, guys, t- I hope you're sitting down. I've been wrong before, what? so so I know, I know, I know. Eric told me all the time back. In- <laughs> <laughs> but but I I know in speaking with Zane about this, he is extremely high on Allen Robinson. I know a lot of people were going into this season. So, hey, I hope it works out for you, man.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's obvious that he's extremely high on Allen Robinson. Um, and uh, yeah, you guys hit it all. I mean, he's active in the league. He's making moves. Um, and uh, on top of it all, I met him at the draft for the very first time, and the most important thing is he's a really nice guy, and he's fun to hang mm-hmm. out with and play cards with. So, uh, trades be damned, he, he's just a great guy. And at the mm-hmm. end of the day, that's what fantasy football is all about. <laughs> uh, going on to some other trades in the league, it's it's hard to believe two you know two weeks in four trades already, but we did have another trade go down just today. Uh, this was between our very own Jean Claude Van Ram Van Ram Mm-hmm. Van Ram? Van Ram? Van Ram? Van Ram. Uh, Van Ram. Thank you. <laughs> and the guy whose team name we all three pronounce different ways Harvey <laughs> Harvey Baron Bangers. Uh, you got to love that. Uh, so, uh, Jean Claude Van Ram uh, he receives Javante Williams from the do Denver you, Broncos. Do,
2: do you want to know about his team name?
0: Yeah, like, please.
2: So. It's Harvey Bangers and it's a take on the drink. I believe it's called Harvey Wallbangers, right? Harvey Wallbangers, yeah. 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 So Danny's last name is Paredes, so that's where the Harvey Paredes uh, comes from.
0: Oh, yeah. okay.
2: He's that, a clever little guy. That does clever make little guy. Sense. <laughs> well,
0: based on this trade, we'll see no, it's good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's interesting. Okay, so uh, I understand why I didn't know that, but you should have known that, Mike, because you definitely mispronounced it like so last week or the I week before. But anyway, does no. he
2: listen? He listens to this. Holy shit! You're in, oh, you're in gosh. deep shit now, Mike.
0: He's going to yeah, fuck such a nice guy, you yeah. up. That's true. That's true. He's a nice guy. Um, and he pulled off a nice trade here with Jean-Claude Van Ram. So Jean-Claude Van Ram uh, receives Javante Williams and a 10th round pick, sends over to Harvey Pared Bangers. That makes a lot more sense, Pared Bangers. Um, <laughs> he receives uh, from Aaron, he receives A.J. Dillon and an 8th round pick. Um I will also. I'll say my thoughts first, and I'll kick it to you, Mike, and then we'll let Aaron talk about how he uh, he orchestrated this. Um, for me, I mean, it's not it's not a bad trade. It's not. I would. I guess. I mean, I full disclosure. I made an <laughs> offer for Javante Williams today that I didn't think uh, he would accept, and he didn't accept it. Um, so I'm not bitter or anything. Um, but yeah, I, I just. I don't know that it's a trade that had to be made. I mean, I wouldn't have traded Javante Williams. I, I think it's still kind of early in the season, but it's not. There's nothing outlandish about it, you know. AJ Dillon, they're both kind of, sort of sharing carries, which doesn't make sense for Javante Williams to be, um, but uh, makes a lot more sense for AJ Dillon to be. But uh, yeah, you know, they're they're both good running backs. I, I think it was, you know, um, I think Aaron wins a trade for sure, but it's not it's not like a huge landslide or anything. Cause AJ Dillon could certainly, he dominated carries in week one in that backfield could certainly, I think it's going to kind of bounce back and forth every week. So, uh, not, not totally tilted so strongly, but I think Aaron definitely gets the win. What do you think, Mike?
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think it's super one-sided. I think a lot of this is just what your personal preference is. I, I have a feeling we're all going to agree. Um, being that Aaron made the trade that we all probably the three of us <laughs> value Javante Williams a little bit higher than AJ Dillon. Why is that the case? Possibly because we feel they're in similar situations, but I think Javante is a little bit closer to taking over that backfield uh, in its entirety than AJ Dillon might be. And um, you know, getting an eighth pick and uh, giving up a 10th isn't a massive, it doesn't have a massive impact, but Good on Danny for for making somewhat of a an even trade in players and and bumping up two spots uh, if for next season. But it's a pretty fair trade. It kind of depends on where you're at between AJ Dillon and and Javante Williams.
2: Yeah, and I'll quickly just touch on it. I know we've been on this probably longer than we we need to be. My team, I felt like it's been a little bit of a funk, so I just wanted to to switch swap things up a little bit here. And, yeah, I mean, I, I am very high on Javante, and I thought if there was a time to get him, it might be now when that Broncos offense is sputtering a little bit. Obviously, I gave him an eighth. He he gave me back a tenth, so I'm trying to get him some sort of compensation on the back end here. Um, but, you know, I, I do think both of these guys will eventually take over the backfield of very high-powered offenses. And so... The, the last thing I'll say is, and I told Danny this, is it, it works out nicely where I have Russell Wilson, and he will now be throwing to J- Javante Williams, and he has Aaron Rodgers, and he will be throwing to A.J. Dillon. And personally, I love stacks, and I think it's a lot of fun to watch your players in those games. And so, you know, uh, that, that was just a nice little tidbit there. But anyways, Sy- what – Symmetry symmetry it's poetic really
0: (laughs) poetic it is indeed it is indeed that's so that's it for the trades guys uh keep them coming i guess at this point i mean we're gonna have completely different rosters by the end of the season across the league um which i love i think it's great uh we should all we should should all send trades back and forth we should all accept trades that i send and and we should all just have a great time (laughs) um a couple waiver moves took place uh just kind of Jump around and see if anything stood out to you guys. The big, the big dollar ones, uh, Kelsey Handler Zane picks up Jacoby Myers, 15 bucks from the Patriots. Socratic Seminar, whose uh, previous tight end Cole Komet had not caught a pass the first two weeks of the season, and yet Mike lost to him. Very, very embarrassing. Um, he picked up Herb Smith <laughs> for six dollars. Uh, a couple of other smaller moves there. Um, I picked up. I I got to pat myself on the back. I got Tyler Lockett for three bucks. I love that. Let Gino Cook. Aaron got uh, the Cowboys defense for three bucks. I like that move. Anything, anything big, stood out to you guys as you kind of look around the landscape? Just this was kind of a um, kind of a low key waiver week. It felt like anything stood out for you, Mike.
1: Um, you you know, I wasn't I wasn't going to touch too much on the waiver wire mentions that you just mentioned were the same ones I was going to mention. I I was going to talk a little bit about the injuries, which may have led to some of these waiver wire pickups. And just, I I just have three of them and and kind of what it means. And if you own these players, what you can look forward to or not look forward to uh, in week three, we got Trey Lance out for the season. Um, Garoppolo under center, I think provides a lot of upside for Debo and Jeff Wilson being that Garoppolo is not very mobile. And we also had a Jerry Judy injury, shoulder injury initially thought to be serious. Although there's good news on Monday, and he is day-to-day, my personal view, they hold off, and he's out for week three. And then you have James Conner. He's got an ankle injury. He's not considered serious, but here's the thing with James Conner. They're desperate. The Cardinals are desperate for a win this They're a win this year. They're going to week three against the Rams last year in the two matchups between the Cardinals and the Rams. James Conner burned the Rams for four touchdowns and over 100 yards receiving. I think they pushed James Conner forward. And they, he ends up playing in week three because they're that desperate for a win.
0: I love it. Stat Mike. Yeah. Let's go. Stat man Mike. Stat man Mike.
2: <laughs> I have nothing to add. I think you touched on all those things. Uh, the $15 for Jacoby Myers was the one that, you know, raised uh, an eyebrow at 2 a.m. when my daughter was kicking me in the face. Yeah. Uh, in between Alicia and myself, but hey, again, I've been wrong before and it's gonna happen again, so it definitely, but now will. you have
0: uh,
1: Jacoby Myers and Alan Robinson. I mean,
0: that's the uh, Ju- that's, that's the dream tandem right there, Mike. <laughs> I, I would be remiss in mentioning before we get to our sponsor, uh, you picked up Tyler Algier, which you little prick, you were supposed to yes, let I me did. drop him and then pick him up whenever I fucking felt like it. Really? <laughs> you just go and pick him up, and he splits carries with Cordell Patterson, and he's probably going to take over the backfield. And congratulations to you well, your you. your dream comes true of uh, Tyler Algier, and he's happening on your own team. That's a nice. Pick yes, up. I, I hope so. Week six. Up,
1: yeah. My prediction was week six. Yeah,
0: damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. Okay, well, uh before we get into our <laughs> week two preview, guys, this is the moment we've all been waiting for. Um, this is the moment that is coming courtesy of the one and only Harry B. Crack and Crack Plumbing, the mm. the, the uh, number one plumbing solution uh, in the city of Eagle Rock and beyond. And uh, without further ado, Harry B. Crack and Crack Plumbing has a couple words for you.
1: Do you have clog pops? Do you have a leaky faucet? Do you need someone to lay some pipe in your house and show your wife what a real man looks like? Well, you're in luck. Just call me Harry B. Crack. I can penetrate any clog with my long, flexible shaft and get those juices flowing in no time. Crack Plumbing is what you need and satisfaction is guaranteed. And Crack Plumbing is a proud sponsor of the 90041 Fantasy Football League or whatever it's called. And I accept all major credit cards and sexual favors. Don't forget,
0: Harry B. Crack. Just call 1-800-GO-FUCK-YOURSELF.
2: Mm, mm, mm. That is our wonderful, wonderful new sponsor. Oh, man, I cannot be more proud to be receiving a dirty-ass brown check. From that <laughs> man right there. Thank you for keeping the lights on. And my little one fed. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my God. I was wondering why my wife kept calling the fucking plumber. <laughs>
0: <laughs> With a deep masculine voice like that. Can you blame her?
1: <laughs> no.
0: I'm actually hoping he'll uh, sponsor my own team so it can be uh, Shits Creek, but not the TV show. Like, Shits <laughs> as in Kyle Pitts is the Shits. Um, but guys. But Thank you again. Yeah. Thank you so much to crack plumbing. We can't, we can't thank him enough for, for coming through and, and cleaning our pipes and uh, you know, keeping this show on the air. Thanks. Thanks so much. A new sponsor back
1: to back. That's, that's gotta be a record.
0: Well, our sales team is just, is just hard at work back there. Um, Thanks again to Harry B. Crack and crack plumbing, but we got to get to week two preview and you know, a week from now, we might be sitting here talking about these matchups with a new sponsor. If there's any companies out there listening, you know how to get in touch with us. Uh, please, please feel free to reach out. But, guys, we we got to get into week two. Uh, let's just run through these real quick. Some of the some of the key matchups. Well, all, I guess all the key matchups that we have going on. We'll start with well, the team that just keeps keeps beating the odds. Yeah. Uh, keeps just you know just little engine that could truffle shuffle Gramps and joseph 2 and 0 taken on jean-claude van ram 1 and 1 uh high scoring affair is what yahoo's predicting here it's yeah. got it pretty even 127 to 125 jean-claude van ram getting the the slight edge I'll start then I'll kick it to you mike and then uh we can let aaron just kind of stumble over him, himself talking about how he's going to destroy <laughs> joe and his own grandfather very disgusting, but, um, you know, I, I, my head and my heart tell me two different things here. I look at the lineups, and honestly, I, I just, you know, I'm a little bit leaning toward you, Jean-Claude Van Ram, but two weeks into the season, I kind of know by now not to bet against Truffle Shuffle, so against all odds, against the prognosticators, against the Vegas sports books, against the experts, against all odds, Truffle Shuffle's going to move to 3-0. and Wow. With a, with a victory over yeah. Jean-Claude Van Ram. Mike? Wow. Yeah, that's,
1: that's uh, it's crazy. I would not have predicted this a few weeks ago. Um, look, th- this is a battle of Goliath and Goliath. The theoretical number one, which is Jean-Cla- Jean-Claude Van Ram, versus the actual number one, which is Truffle Shuffle. Uh, but listen, <laughs> you know where I'm going to lead. Jean-Claude Van Ram is starting Young Way Ho. So I Who? give him I give him a slight edge.
0: Wait, who's he starting? Uh young Wei Ho. Oh, gotcha. Okay.
2: Just sure I heard that right. You know how I do. <laughs> um guys I'm horrified. <laughs> right. I mean, we we all keep talking about Joe and I mean, I shit my pants every time I think about this matchup. <laughs> and what's even scarier is, I mean, I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm basically relying on Mr. Unlimited to ride. He's just been trotting so far, but I need him to begin prancing. <laughs> um, I genuinely kind of do. And this is, Hard to say, but I hope Diggs breaks a leg. <laughs> oh, <laughs> seriously, <Shit. laughs> seriously, no, but I'm just kidding. But seriously, uh, yeah, I, I, I am scared. I, I do think Joe has some juicy matchups. Uh, no doubt about it, Mahomes and Diggs. It, it it really is a daunting matchup to go up against. But I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold out hope for my team i think i may be the first one to dethrone edward scissorhands and the inventor
0: i think there's a chance there's definitely a chance i do awesome yeah. awesome well moving on down the list my own matchup uh pitts creek or as i might change the name to Shits creek versus eddie royale with cheese i'll just i won't predict my own matchup I'll, I'll kick it to you guys but just real quick looking at it look guys i'm just trying to stay afloat until deshaun watson can can get it back and it's a joke but I mean you know honestly until he can come back and give me a happy ending that's what I'm really looking for here Just trying to stay afloat am I happy about being in streaming quarterback hell in week three I'm not am I happy about my tight end you know freaking running around in circles doing cardio I'm not am I happy about shaving my back and fucking having it all grow back a week later I'm not but that's just that's just life and we just have to do our best every day and and uh i'm just trying to stack together one win at a time so i wish uh so i wish danny the best of luck uh what do you think about this matchup mike yeah
1: um i can i ask you a question matt are you happy about being two and oh despite all those struggles you big jerk
0: i mean you know mike they say that uh, the Lord gives his strongest battles to his toughest soldiers and interesting. I really think that that's what I'm showing is just perseverance and yeah. just overcoming all the obstacles. Thank you. Thank you for Yeah, you're welcome. thank I got, you for I got, saying I got, that.
1: I need to stop crying a little bit. The Lord the good Lord sees me do that and says that weak son of a bitch is gonna lose. Um, listen, I, I got I got here's the thing. Pitts Creek struggles at QB. And because of that, I do have him projecting significantly lower than I would have projected this matchup at the beginning of the season. I didn't think that he would have the struggles he was going to have. And Pitts Creek has a pretty solid team through and through. They're pretty consistent. Jamar Chase is very, very solid. But I'm going to throw you a real fucking curveball here. Don't you dare. Joe Mixon is going to go off this week for Eddie Royale. Uh not only is Joe Mixon going to go off, Carson Wentz is going to continue his Hall of Fame fucking season. And on top <laughs> of that, Ezekiel Elliott is going to Don't bring it you home. Dare. And I am I am predicting my upset of the week. I think Eddie Royale makes you 2 and 1 this week.
2: That's it. Damn, it hurts, statements. but you might be
0: right. Oof.
2: Um, well, uh, I'm, I don't know if I could top that, but really quickly, just looking at this, Mariota versus Wentz. Ugh. Guys, this is the matchup that turns <laughs> are, all man. of our baggy pants into skinny jeans, <laughs> right? <laughs> I give the slight edge to Matt. Despite what Mike is claiming over here, I do think he has less players that are currently in the prove it stage. So that's my prediction and I'm sticking to it. Just like my skinny jeans.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, thank you. I'm not feeling great about it, Mike. I, I but uh but that was that was a little harsh, Mike, honestly. I'm i'm hurt i i didn't um, i
1: didn't mean it to be harsh I, I promise no. you i, I didn't
0: <laughs> uh moving on down the list harvey pared bangers versus patriot games um yahoo's got it 109 to 100 for patriot games to a viola coming off of a freaking monster game 50 mm-hmm. plus points uh, and Harvey Bangers as we discussed, Aaron, um, possibly looking into calendar pricing already. We haven't gotten that confirmed yet, but that's that's <laughs> kind of the rumor that Adam Schefter is reporting right now. Um, I actually, I actually um, don't don't like hate this matchup for him. Really, I think he's you know he's got some interesting matchups. Christian Kirk against the Chargers, which might not have Justin Herbert. Either way, Jacksonville's probably playing from behind. Washington probably playing from behind against Philly. So Tonyo Gibson might get some passing game work. I like the Falcons matchup against the Seahawks with Corderell Patterson. Mike gave his upset of the week um, to pick uh, the Eddie Royale with cheese over me, which shocked me, but I understand it. I'm going to put my upset of the week here. Harvey Pared bangers gets off the schneid. They go one and two. <laughs> he pulls off the upset. Beats Patriot games. I'm calling it.
1: I like it. I like I like that call. That's that's and it's a good call. Uh, my analysis of this matchup is that both QBs, Tua and Rogers, dude, they both got tough matchups. Tua's got a way tougher matchup than Rogers. Um, the Tampa Bay secondary isn't all that's cracked up to be, but they're still a tough matchup nonetheless. I do feel that if Harvey per red bangers moves his lineup around i think he can he can make this uh closer to uh another 50-50 coin flip so i'm going to give the edge to patriot games but definitely a 50-50 coin flip
2: <laughs> <laughs> i i will side with matt here i'm going to give the slight edge to danny um you know I, while yahoo is predicting ike comes out on top, I, I I, partly want Danny to take this home just because he's 0-2, you know what I mean? I'm rooting for him to get off that mat. Um, but his matchups, in my opinion, are slightly better this week. Um, as a whole, I, I feel like I like his team a little bit better. The one player that scares the shit out of me on... Ike's team is Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the one to watch out for, in my opinion. Um, you know, he makes me slightly scared and a little bit horny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes two of us. Oh uh, moving God. on down the list, uh, we got Ram at home taking on multiple scoregasms Speaking of uh, teams who are in need of a victory, uh, just real quick, and then I'll kick it to you, Mike uh I'm gonna go with Ram at home here I I didn't quite want to pull off the upset call here just because there's still some question marks injury wise for multiple scoregasms and obviously Mike Evans is suspicious uh, right now so that's or suspended whatever he is so that's that's obviously going to play a factor um, James Connor camara George Kittle lots of questions there. Uh, it seems like his team's getting to full strength and I, I do I mean obviously the projection is a little skewed because he has Mike Evans in his lineup right now, which suspenseful. Might go back to our, back to our question from earlier in the show. <laughs> yeah, suspenseful. <laughs> but uh I think Ram at home wins, but I think it's gonna be closer than we might think, especially if some of these these uh star players that, that are on the injured list come back, like Kamara and Kittle. I think we're gonna have a closer matchup, but but I do like Ram at home in this one. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, I I, I agree with you. I
1: think Graham at home will have quite the bounce back week against the mysterious Multiple Scorgasms. Listen, Multiple Scorgasms reminds me of the also mysterious Clitoris. I'm not even sure he even exists. (laughs) It's a good one, right? (laughs) She does. She does, my friend. (laughs) I haven't seen it. I haven't felt it. It doesn't exist. <laughs> uh,
2: well, I am going to move on from that and uh, just claim that I I do think this is a big get-right game for Campos uh, in my mind. I think that he's going to take this one, advance to 2-1. He's got a much healthier team than he did last week. And, you know, his matchups, they are... Chef's kiss. I'm (laughs) also just a little worried here. We've kind of touched on it. I'm a little worried about Tom Brady. I think that Green Bay defense is pretty stout. Uh, However, as we all know, he has a very suspenseful wide receiver in Mike Evans. So anything can happen, boys. Totally,
0: totally. Uh, Jumping into the next matchup, we got the 2-0 Goff father versus Noah's daddy. Mike let me start I'll start here kick it to Aaron and then we can kick it to you Mike and uh, you can tell us uh, you, you can tell us why you think you're gonna win even though it's not gonna happen sorry Godfather <laughs> well, Godfather whoa. gets Godfather gets the win in my mind I do I do think it's gonna be pretty close though I do um, if you get Pittman back Mike uh, you know that's obviously a huge boost and frankly with the way he was involved last week I, I think Reese Hall's projection might be a little bit low there. A couple projections, maybe a little bit low, but uh, Josh Allen going up against Miami. I mean, that's just, that's a huge, that's a huge scoring matchup for him. Love Devontae Adams against Tennessee after seeing, uh, seeing what the Buffalo Bills did on Monday night. I just think that, uh, I just think that, you know, Tony's hot right now and his mm-hmm. team looks pretty good too. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to give him the edge, uh, but I think it'll be closer than the uh, projections indicate. What do you think, Aaron?
2: Uh, I gotta agree. I mean, right out the gates, wow, this, this is this is exciting. Meatballs versus latkes, right? So I think <laughs> I think Mike definitely is the underdog here. Um, obviously, Yahoo agrees with us. That is an eight point underdog, but. Mike's used to being the underdog with his three-inch little. Oh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> both guys, they they do have some high-profile players, but I do think Mike has a few more that have some uh, risky upside. plays. Upside, it, uh, that's what you meant. What's the opposite of upside? Is it the, uh, uh, the downside? Down, I guess. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> down low. Uh,
2: Drake London, Jeff Wilson, Brees Hall, all those, all those individuals. You know, they have produced and they can but there also is the flip side that they can disappear or they're on offenses that have are are not perennial uh you know at the top of their game so we'll see it's a bit impractical impractical for mike but do you know what they always say impossible is nothing that was that the scene. old Adidas quote.
1: I talk about it all the time. <laughs> I love this. <that> <laughs> uh, let me tell you guys something. I'm gonna fucking win, and it's not even gonna be close. Oh, naughty, naughty. Love it. I love it. Yeah. That's it. Love that's it. it. That's perfect. Yeah. That's that's my that's my tagline. Every time I have a matchup, I'm gonna win, and it's not even gonna be close. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. I'm scared.
2: You're scared. Be strong. We man. can.
0: We can hear it in your voice, but uh, I think you have a good matchup. You know, Aaron, that impossible is nothing quote, isn't that what people say when they meet you sometimes? They go, wow, impossible That's is nothing. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I did not think you would make it past childbirth. But, hey, you're actually you know, putting words and sentences, sentences together. This is fantastic. Wow, impossible is nothing.
0: Last matchup on the docket, we got – wow. You talk about – this is like – This is like when the NFL season or when the NFL starts the season with like Russell Wilson going into uh, Seattle, you know, or, you know, Tom Brady going back to New England. This is basically kind of the same thing. We got Kelsey Handler versus Socratic Seminar and Allen Robinson going head to head with the team that just traded him. And Boom. got a third-round pick in return. This is, I mean, first of all, the ratings are going to be through the roof for this one. Obviously, uh, big, big homecoming game for Allen Robinson. I would love <laughs> to see nothing more than Allen Robinson going off for ten catches, 150 oh. yards, two touchdowns. I, I mean, I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting tingly just thinking about it. I know Mike is. Um, will that happen though? I don't think so. I'm giving Socratic Seminar the edge. That, that Philadelphia matchup against the Commanders is just juicy as all get out. I love that matchup. Um, I like the Irv Smith pickup. Yahoo's got it pretty close, 113-112, and I don't think that's terribly far off because I do like some of Zane's matchups this week, but uh, Socratic Seminar goes to two and one in my mind. What do you think, Mike?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I, I don't think Yahoo has this right whatsoever um i oh. think socratic seminar wins every matchup except the tight end position uh, i would expect a huge bounce back from derrick henry even the jalen hurts justin herbert matchup justin herbert's projected for four more points after what we saw from jalen hurts in week two uh lamar jackson is probably the only guy that you can count on producing a little bit more than hurts the guy is a stud tyree kill aj brown this across-the-board Socratic Seminar is going to crush it, except, of course, at tight end. But Travis Kelsey's is not going to score 85 points. Or is
2: he?
0: Hmm. hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to vote for Ozzy here as well. No shocker there. However, I do notice something that's odd about his lineup. He has that rock star... Wide receiver that he traded for just sitting on his bench. I just don't understand Tyler, Tyler Boyd. Why that's got to be a mistake. That's got to be a mistake. I'm sure he's gonna he'll fix that uh, adjust here. So, but yeah, I mean, just going down the line here, I do think that Zane has the opportunity to take home a victory here. But he needs a lot of things to break his way, as opposed to Ozzy, who has some no doubt about it rock stars. Um, so you know, I will give the give a slight edge to Ozzy here, but you know, he also has fifty trade offers in the win, So I'm gonna, I'm, I'm hoping that Zane can. Eke out a victory here, get on the board, and go to one and two.
0: Yeah, there are lots of trade-offs. There's a chance that by you know that by the time Sunday rolls around, this won't even be his same lineup. Just so that's that's <laughs> always a possibility too. But uh, well, guys, I had another great episode, had another great time. Uh, anything we want to let the uh, league mates know before we sign off? Besides, obviously, you know, visiting CrackPlumbing.com, but anything else that we should let them know before we sign off?
2: Well, yeah. Crack plumbing is a must. These guys get so deep in there Mm. that, you know, you don't stand a chance. (laughs) They're (laughs) going to clear right up (laughs) fellows. But in all seriousness, I do want to just say that, you know, we we are trying to, this discord thing on Sunday, but as I think we've all kind of noticed Sundays are pretty hectic and chaotic and, you know not everybody always has the luxury of uh being around the 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 tv we're on about whatnot so you know we'll still try to do that you know from time to time we'll throw that up there as an option to stay connected but i do think it would be fun to jump into a uh maybe like a quarterly meetup so I obviously need to run it past the lady, but I would love to do maybe like a week four week five matchup where, or meetup where we can all get together at a local uh, pub and the watch a few games. <laughs> yeah. The boat in Pasadena is fantastic. There are TVs everywhere and good food. So that would be a blast. And you know, I'll, I'll TGI Fridays maybe. More. Yeah. TGI Fridays, man. Let's go. Shakey's. Shakey's, nice. Buffalo Wild yeah. Wings.
0: Yeah. yeah. The
2: possibilities yeah. are endless.
0: Zing's I love it. Mom's house. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was waiting for that. On yeah, that I, note,
2: you had to fit that one in, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> oh, yes, I did. Oh, he fit in. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> On that note, we will sign off. Looking forward to week four, possibly at uh, the boat or Shakey's or Chili's or TJ Fridays. And uh, until then, We will see you guys in our various chat platforms that we have for the league. And uh, party on.
2: Party on, guys.
0: Peace.